in somber agreement. And if we really are too late, what then? Stay and fight? Wait until we've got backup? Wait for the Domasi? He grunted. If we don't fight them here, then we fight them over some other world. Here's as good a place as any, and if the planet is already ravaged, best to limit the destruction. She lowered her voice. But if it's the case that the planet is lost, wouldn't it be more prudent to at least wait until Zingano shows up? Granger shook his head. Weren't you listening earlier? He's dealing with a sudden incursion into the Maori system. Small rate of only four swarm ships. But his fleet won't be here for hours, at least. Only four ships. He inwardly chuckled that he now considered four swarm carriers to be a small raid. Four months ago, four ships had nearly destroyed Earth. While their defenses had improved since then... Zengano would lose at least a dozen capital ships and tens of thousands of men and women in that engagement, with only four ships. Proctor scowled. I didn't hear. When was that? Just ten minutes ago. He eyed her warily. You okay, Shelby? She glanced around the bridge before dropping her voice to a whisper. I think I'm on to something. The team and I. What? He scanned the bridge as she spoke, watching the officers and crew. Proctor had subjected every crew member of the warrior to the blood test that revealed swarm infiltration, and though no one else had tested positive after Doc Wyatt and Colonel Hanrahan, Granger was still wary of speaking openly of either IDF's strategic plans or Proctor's swarm research. For all he knew, the blood test was incomplete, and there could still be swarm agents among them best to practice good OPSEC hygiene in the meantime. Just something about the fundamental mechanism behind swarm communication. With the metaspace signals. It's quantum-based, using gravitons, quantum particles. Right. He wasn't sure where she was leading. But the singularities, they're not. All equations governing gravitational waves, gravitational singularities, gravitational anything— at least on a macro scale, is general relativity based. Quantum mechanics and general relativity, those two branches of physics just don't mix very well. We haven't reconciled them in the 700 years we've known about them, and here the swarm is using both of them to devastating effect. The view screen shifted as they made another cue jump. Only one more before showtime. And, he murmured, and... That's it, mostly. Just a hunch. I've performed a few experiments I want you to look at later. Some of the results are... interesting, to say the least. Ensign Prince glanced back. Ready for final cue jump, sir. Granger nodded. Proctor retreated back to the XO's station where her deputy, Lieutenant Diaz, had been making preparations for the battle. Now that it was upon them, she took up her post, glancing at the tactical crew who nodded back, indicating they were ready as ready as they'd ever be. Granger knew he was never ready for any battle. How do you prepare to lose tens of thousands of people under your command? It was something he hadn't grown used to and hoped he never would. His nickname be damned. Bricklayer. Bullshit. Initiate, he said, sitting down just as the contents of the view screen shifted. In place of the starfield centered on the distant sun of Indira Prime came the image of a planet. A devastated, broken planet. Ensign, he whispered. Ensign Prucha shook his head. 
All planetary defenses are silent. Every other combat is just frenzied chatter, both civilian and military bands. Anson Diamond at sensors worked his controls. Most major cities destroyed. The swarm fleet is spread out across an equatorial orbit, targeting the smaller population centers. Thousands of colonial transports and freighters are trying to break free of orbit, but they're being intercepted by swarm fighter craft. Once again, he was left with the choice of who to save, who to fight for, who to die for. The hundreds of thousands of people in orbit who would form the next wave of refugee camps in the adjacent star system, or the millions of people left on the ground about to be either burned alive or vaporized in a singularity explosion under their feet. He gripped his armrests, knuckles white. He'd had enough. A yell erupted from his throat, culminating in a balled-up fist hitting the console swiveled in front of him, which snapped off onto the floor with a clatter that startled all the crew members.